Welcome to Marvel Champions Podcast, a podcast about Marvel Champions, the card game. I am your host, Scott, and with me, as always, is Ryan. I'm ready to talk about some X-Force. X-Force. X-Force go! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is right. We are going to break into previewing one of the heroes for the next expansion box, uh, Next Evolution. Um, that was announced, and we're going to talk about Cable first. Ryan, what do you know about Cable? Um, I know he has a metal arm. I know he was in Deadpool 2, the movie, um, played by Josh Brolin. I know he is the child of Mr. Cyclops and Jean Grey. Um... He's got a bad attitude. He's got, like, I think he's got psionic powers, right? Something like that. Uh, something like that. Probably gets from his mom. He gets it from his mom. Uh, get it from uh, my mom, yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, I know that his metal arm, I think that's related to the technovirus. That's about as much as I know. Yeah, that's some about a technovirus, and he was sent through the future. He's, like, time-hopping to yeah, prevent yeah. it or something. So. I- I want to say that he was, I think he fought in the 90s cartoon, he fought against Apocalypse. I think that was one. Maybe yeah. I'm getting confused, but I want to say he was fighting Apocalypse. I also remember like as a kid, we had his action figure. Oh, still do. Um, <laughs> but like, didn't his thumb break off? So when he had like four fingers on one hand. Yes, that his yeah. karate chop action. <laughs> <laughs> um, arm. It's, it's kind of like weirdly extended out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so his has... other arm like bends at the elbow, but the elbow is like bent. And so it bends at the shoulder, but his elbow is bent. So it's like a 90 degree arm that goes up and down like yeah. weird, right? Yeah. yeah, it's perfect for punching other action figures <laughs> if he moves his whole body with it. Right, right. <clears throat> he had the big yeah. shoulder pads too. Yeah, he had those huge shoulder pads. And looking... Uh, some of the arts, he's got a couple big shoulder pads. I mean, how wow. can you how can you do cable without shoulder pads? I mean, come on. It's true. It's it's like his um, it's like he's living in the eighties with shoulder pads and all of his clothes. That's right. <laughs> all right. Why don't you kick us off with uh, Nathan Summers? Nathan Summers, the alter ego of Cable. He's got yourself some four cover. Um, so that's already a little bit higher than average. Normally it's three, so that's nice. He's got 12 health, hand size six. That's pretty average. Um, he's a mutant soldier. And he has, his text is, you may include player side schemes for any aspect in your deck. Now, I don't want to go too far into it, because we're going to talk about that next, but... There is a new player card, the the player side schemes. I knew that was yeah. coming eventually. Yeah, new card type. That's uh, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, but we'll we'll get to that. So his other ability is Soldier X, our favorite word setup, mm-hmm. um, bold, and it says search your deck and discard pile for a player side scheme and put it into play. And then shuffle your deck. So right off the bat, when you start the game, you're starting off with a player side scheme of your choice. 
So that's pretty nice. Which is kind of nice. Um, this is like the few times where like setup is actually good. Like it reminds me of Black Panther. Like you set up, you go get a piece of his uh, Black Panther suit mm-hmm. and it like works. Um, and like some of the other, you know, podcasts we talked about, some of them that are permanent and dash costs, it doesn't work. But in this case, it totally does. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So nice. That's that's it for Nathan. Other than his little artwork on the bottom right, he looks like he's a really old version of Cable. He does look kind of rough in that little, the little face in the bottom right corner. Yeah, he just looks like a gruntled old man. He didn't get enough Metamucil. Yeah, constipated. All right, so let's see how constipated Cable is. So Cable is his hero side. Uh, He is to thwart, to attack, to defense. He is still a soldier, and he's X-Force traded. Uh, hand size of 5, hit points of 12. Um, he does have a response on this side after Cable defeats a side scheme, ready him, and that's limited once per phase. Um, pretty pretty average. 2-2-2 uh, base stats is nice to see. You can do a little bit of thwart, a little bit of attack, a little bit of defense. Um, and anytime a character can ready, uh, I really like that ability. Uh, it's one of those things that I think is uh, can put a hero above a lot of other uh, characters. Mm-hmm. I do worry a little bit about it being um, circumstantial or situational with it being a side scheme, but I think that will play into um, talking about that new player type of player side schemes will help that um, be able to do that more frequently. Yeah, I mean, if if he didn't have the player side schemes, I think that ability would be be pretty rough. It would be nice to have at certain times, but um, it would be hard. But yeah, with these player side schemes, I think it's a little bit more feasible and beneficial for him. Yeah, because you can definitely play a villain as like one in their deck, so you would like never be able to use that if if you weren't able to introduce side schemes yourself. Yeah, I mean, you're playing a what is it? Uh, Absorbing sure man. Absorbing man has like one, and that's his like one that gives him everything or something. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's so like a, that type of scenario would be could be rough for him, but right. he's got those player side schemes versus like heroes that are very minion focused. If you play a scenario without minions, it's not like you can add minions other than mm-hmm. modular sets. Right. You have to like rig the deck to do that. Yeah, and that's still random, but with these player cards, it it adds a little bit more of your control on when they come out. I do like that. I I like how those are there to maximize his ability uh, and not be so dependent on chance. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, since we're talking about them, should we, well, actually talk about the player side schemes? Yeah, let's talk about them. Cobain? All right. So, why don't you uh, talk about his like, his like big. Um, uh, player specific one. Yeah, I I think looking at the cards, he probably has another at least one more player card that's a player side scheme. But the uh, the one that we get is a zero cost um called Techno Virus Purge, and so it's a victory zero. So it kind of looks like all the side schemes are gonna have victory zero. So it's a one shot; they're gone. 
So um, the other quick thing with that is just to kind of take note is they all are unique. So even if you had multiple copies of some other ones we'll talk about, you can only play one per deck anyways. Ah, yes, yes. So um, that would be pretty nice to have uh, non-specific or non-unique uh, ones, but not today. Um, so this one says characters other than Cable cannot remove threat from Technovirus Purge, so he's soloing it. Um, it is a five thwart, so you got to get five off it, which for two thwart, uh, for his, his basic, you can probably get rid of it pretty quick, especially if you have a thwart card. Um, but you're wanting to get rid of it pretty quick because while Technovirus Purge is in the victory display, so after you've completed it, Nathan Summers and Cable gains the psionic trait and Cable gets plus one thwart, plus one attack, plus one defense. So now he turns into a 3-3-3. Three, three, three. That's pretty bonkers. <laughs> um, That's probably one of the higher base, potential base stats. I think Ironheart comes close. She's like a 3-2-3. Three, three. Her like stage three. Yeah, that's right. That's, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, Ant-Man, he's, or Wasp, they're in that same boat. They've got those higher stats, but not... But not all of them. Usually one or two are kind of take the smaller hit, and then one's usually a little bigger. Yeah, when you, when you combine them all, they generally end up being six. Is kind of like the standard. And then seven to eight is those those boosts. But his is, is a nine when you combine thwart attack defense after this pretty bonkers yeah that that allows you to do a whole bunch of stuff with him yeah and like you said i think this is this is the one you go fetch with his setup ability and you Mm -hmm. get it taken care of as fast as you can yeah i don't i'm obviously i don't know what the other player side scheme is but this one sounds hands down the one you always put in first yeah all right, so. let's, since we're talking about victory display, um, let's jump over to his uh, attack and thwart events and talk about those and how those kind of power um, get powered up. They're a little weak to start out, but they have potential to get kind of crazy. Um, I'll take his attack. So he has uh, telekinetic blast. It's a three-cost event. Um, it's attack, psionic, and superpower. Deal six damage to an enemy. Deal one additional to that enemy for each side scheme in the victory display. Mm. So you get rid of that first one, your first side scheme, you're already at seven and you play a few more. I mean, you're doing three for 10, three for eight, three for nine. Oh man. Imagine playing a, what is it? Galactic artifacts. That or Hela or Hela. Yeah, man. You can really boost that thing up pretty seriously. Yeah, but the problem with that is if you're boosting it from Hella, Hella's also getting the boost of having those additional uh, side schemes in victory. So what you're saying is do Hella with Galactic Artifacts. Yes, with Cable. <laughs> with Cable. There you go. There you go. Achievement unlocked. You gotta you gotta do that challenge. The the king of victory. Yeah, right. Victor Victory Goes the Spoils or something, right? Oh, yeah, there's a good name. I like that. Victory Display Goes the Spoils or something. <laughs> well, cool. Go ahead 
I, I yeah. think it's a pretty solid big attack. I mean, most heroes have a big attack, and I think that one fits right in the, the mold. Yeah, I think the late game potential on that one's um, going to be nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the Thor one is two costs, mind scan. Um, it's basically the same thing, psionic, superpower, thwart, remove three threat uh, from a scheme, remove one additional for each um, scheme in the side scheme in the victory display. So uh, pretty average two cost for three thwart, but that addition definitely adds a little bit extra, which would be nice. Yeah, it's a big thwart for two. I mean, if you can get this card on your opening hand, and go ahead and do three thwart plus his two basic attack thwart. Boom, that side scheme's over, and oh, you're yeah. you're already running and gunning pretty pretty hard. Yeah, because his um his player side scheme is a zero cost, so you can just play it down, mm-hmm. and then you'll have at least a hand size of six because you wouldn't fetch that one. So it's like you have seven, so mm-hmm. you'll have enough to do that. That's nice. Yeah, oh yeah. So that's I think feel like that's your go to strategy is hopefully get a Thwart card, like Mind Scan, get that one out, boom, you're instantly r- rolling. Yep, I like that. It's a good strategy. Oh, well, thank you. I thought of it myself. Well, good job. You should use that for uh, one of our, um, don't forget to tip your player. Oh, there um, you go. Or Kakakakambo. Kakakakambo. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's go and I'll go over his body slide event. So he has a zero cost event called body slide. Uh, it's an action that you can change form. Each other player may change to the form you are in. That's interesting. Yeah. That's a different thing that we've not seen before. We've seen change form cards, um, but not one that lets other people kind of benefit uh, we've seen a few of those with like some of the Spider-Verse stuff mm-hmm. um, where if you do something, someone else can do it and pay the costs and stuff like that. But this one's just a free, hey, you can do this too if you want to, which is kind of nice. Yeah, that can definitely be be huge for prepping for big turns and stuff. So and it's always nice too if you have like an obligation that sticks around or an attachment that you got to be an alter ego. You get that free alter ego or that flip down alter ego, take care of what you got to take care of, and then you can use your one for turn to flip back up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah. It's pretty nice. Yeah, I think it's a it's a good a good card. Very, very nice. Like, kind of unexpected because he's not like a form-changing hero. Like, there's no benefit for flipping down other than, like, healing and hand size. Um, So it's a little surprising, but good card. Yeah, I don't, the art is from a comic, so I wonder if it has to do, you know, thematically with him, like, phasing through time or something. Yeah. Body sliding into, was like, Quantum Leap. Yeah, he's Sliders. Do you remember Sliders? <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, All right. Con- which one of his Quantum next Link. cards you want to take on? Um, Let's do his last event i think that's his last one precognition psionic superpower we've seen a lot of superpowers so uh death focus might be good for him yeah um it's a zero cost event hero action look at the top 
X cards of the encounter deck, where X is the number of side schemes in the victory display. You may discard one of those cards. Put the rest back in any order. Um, you like that I ability. Do. <laughs> I do. I like this card. It's definitely a whiff at the very beginning, but when you get to mid and late game, this card's going to be huge. Um, but you're right. I like... Uh, What's the shield card that basically lets you do this? Is um, it the logistics, global logistics? Yes, really? global logistics. Mm-hmm. I I love that. Love that card. It's also zero cost. You just have to exhaust some shield. Um, yeah. But being able to manipulate the encounter deck is such a huge benefit um, to me, especially since you can just discard those cards. Well, I guess... It says you can discard one of them, but still being able to discard one of them and rearranging it to benefit you is is pretty great. Yeah, because especially if like you wanted another like villain side scheme out and it was going to be Mm -hmm. uh, the boost card. Now you can make it your encounter card and kind of play the deck, which is nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I'm a or get rid of your nasty shadow. Shadows of the past, oof. Yeah, or yeah. play with like a, a hero that likes uh, or, or wants to do stuff with the encounter deck, so like a gambit, you know, have him mm-hmm. do, the, uh, do that, and then you can know, oh, I'm going to, I can set up a big thwart for gambit. Yeah, I mean, we've played a, a game where we were gambit and Scarlet Witch, and that's pretty fun to be able to manipulate all that, and so he's definitely... With at least this card, can can be a part of that to really help. Yep. Yep. So and it, it good can card. Make a villain, a villain turn, uh, not too bad. You can kind of take a breather one round. Yep. Yep. For sure. All right. Do you want his upgrade or do you want the support? Um, I'll take the support. All right. I'll go with the upgrade then. So it is called Forced Amnesia. And it's a one-cost upgrade. And you uh, hear a response. After a non-permanent side scheme is defeated, add Forced Amnesia and that side scheme to the victory display. Mm. So you can take a card out of um, out of the game, which is nice, and put it in the victory. That'll benefit all your other events that have a victory component to it. Um, and so you just... Play it for one, get it on the table, and then when you need it, you uh, attach it to that side scheme and say, have fun in the victory display. Especially if it's like a bad one. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, I like this card. Um, I have a, a Lord of the Rings living card game deck where it uses a lot of cards that are similar to this where you can put enemies or locations in that game um into the victory display and it's a just a a great way to just get rid of stuff you do not want to deal with and and this is kind of one of those where it's like oh goodness i don't want to deal with this and just get rid of it so yeah yeah a lot of good potential with that yeah and don't let me forget i i have something to to add to this when we review the hero in whole just 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 say, hey, remember the force amnesia comment hey, you have. 
don't have amnesia. Don't have it. Force you to have amnesia. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, support. It is Professor. One cost. I guess Professor is probably his AI. That he is. Yeah, probably. I uh, see. It's a Persona Tech alter ego action. Exhaust Professor. Choose to either draw one card or search your deck and discard pile for a player side scheme and add it to your hand. Um, solid card. <laughs> and being able yeah. to just draw a card, boom, that's easy. Like it. And player side schemes, yeah, sure. Do yeah, it. Yeah, I think it's, uh, I do like the, the choice it gives you. You can just do a straight draw, or you can go if, if there's something you're looking for. Uh, or you're trying to get that victory display even bigger. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, no, it's a it's a good one. Being able to say do flip down, heal if you need to, or just draw a card or get a player side scheme out. Use your body slide, switch back to hero. Boom, you're you're rolling again. Yeah, pretty good. So just solid card, nothing crazy special, but good yeah i like it so the leader of x-force here it would just go to seem that he would be paired with the leadership aspect so that's what he comes with yeah leadership aspect um you see a lot of different variety obviously some allies here um i do like um, two like really jump out to me, and one's an event, one's a support. Do you mind if I take those? Go for them. All right, I'm going to talk about mission planning. It's a two cost event. Uh, play only if there's a side scheme in the victory display. It says hero action until the end of the phase. Allies you control do not take consequential damage. So that's pretty cool. If you get it good little board of allies out and then you start just going to town on uh, attack or thwart um, and not having to worry about consequential is really really cool yeah I I will say that it's leans more into the cable side of things yeah. rather than other heroes but other heroes still could use it depending on the the scenario yeah, because they they put in some aspect um, player side schemes, so you can get a side scheme out to the victory at some point in the game. Mm -hmm. But yes, it's very focused for Cable because of his ease of putting stuff in the victory. Yeah. All right, his next one um, is a support. It's a team card. It's Uncanny X-Force. Uh, play under any player's control. I do like that. You can kind of give it to other people. Uh, max one team card per player if each of your characters has the x-force trait each ally you control gets plus one thwart and takes one less consequential damage after thwarting a side scheme nice so uh yeah <laughs> playing off that side scheme um yet again this one to me is very cable focused Unless I was taking an X-Force team into a scenario that had a lot of side schemes. Seems very um, cable-focused. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I guess um, I'll talk about the new allies. There is uh, two new leadership allies and one basic ally. The first one is Caliban, three costs, three health, one thwart, two attack, consequential damage, a single for both. Response, after Caliban enters play, discard cards from the top of your deck until an X-Factor, X-Force, or X-Men ally is discarded. Add that ally to your hand. Um, so, I mean, he's a pretty solid ally, I guess. Um, three costs isn't terrible, especially if you're getting another ally into your hand. Basically, a card draw. Um, so, not bad. Nothing fantastic. I always worry about those mill cards. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you're not loading it full of allies, uh, that's just, it, it scares me sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I could see Cyclops utilizing him pretty pretty decently. And it's a response, so it's not forced, which is nice. Correct, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, not, not bad. Um, the next one, and this one's a little bit more interesting, especially with a, a card that... I guess you'll probably talk about next. Sure, um, or you can pair with them. It's fine. Oh yeah, let's just let's just do them both. Um, so the ally is Phantom X. Yeah, it's a, I would pronounce it Phantom X. Phantom X. Uh, he's a four cost, so that makes me weary already. Three health, one attack, one thwart, one consequential damage for both. He's a psionic. Uh, X-Force, and he has a response. After Phantom X enters play, search your deck and discard pile for Eva, and put it into play. Shuffle. And you might be asking yourself, what Eva? Um, well, my kids just watched Wally, and that's what he called the robot, <laughs> Eva. I'll, I'll do you one better. Why is Eva? Why is Eva? <laughs> <laughs> nice good callback good callback um so eva is a support it's eva right uh, i would imagine i mean it's e dot v dot a dot so i would assume it's eva or ava or however people pronounce it yeah whatever um, but it's it's an acronym that would be set as like a name yeah it's a zero cost support vehicle interesting um, if Phantom X is not in play, discard Eva. So the only way you're going to have this in play and utilize it is going to be having that ally out. And he, it has an action, exhaust Eva, choose, either remove one threat from a scheme, deal one damage to an enemy, or heal one damage from Phantom X. So with that, for cost... For Phantom X, kind of sounds a little nicer. Yeah, because it's like four for two cards, not four for one. Yeah, yeah, and I mean Eva, it's pretty good. You can keep Phantom X alive, and you can just ping damage, uh, like ping a tough off. You can help with the schemes. I mean, it's it's pretty versatile. I mean, it's not like super powerful, but it's always nice to have that little bit, and especially if it just comes out with him. Yeah, I those are the two things I was going to comment on. It's nice that it comes out with him, 
And then it's really nice because you know how every time we play, it's like, oh, can you do one off of that mm-hmm. scheme? Because I can do everything but one. Um, or can you do one so that whatever I do completely clears it? Um, or like, yeah, I can't take care of that tough. And I don't, all I have is like a six, you know, an event that does six damage and be a waste. Yeah. Um, so I, I do like the versatility. I like cards that give you options like that. That's really nice. Yeah. And it has a wild resource, which is kind of nice. You don't see those on the uh, aspect cards very often. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can totally see people turning him into a Voltron ally, just throwing Mm. team upgrades, normal upgrades on him and just making him more powerful, make him have tons of health. And just between those two, you could probably do a, a pretty nasty ally. Yeah, you pair him with an uncanny X-Force, which gives him plus one thwart and one less consequential. Then he can thwart for free. He almost turns into like a black cat for thwarts. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. kind of nice. Yeah. And, and then... On... Yeah. Yeah. Depending on scenario, you can add a bunch of those like uh, uh, honorary Avenger or whatnot. I said, depending on the scenario, so you're gonna have to play with an Avenger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you he you could team him up with stuff, yeah, or yeah, yeah you play the Avenger and add him because he doesn't, he's not um, trait locked, which is nice. Yeah, yeah, that is nice. Um, cool. Any other thoughts on those two? Nope. That's uh, pretty straightforward. Let's move to the one that everyone loves: Deadpool. Ah, Deadpool. There is just an extreme love for Deadpool in the community. <laughs> um, or I guess maybe Ryan Reynolds. I don't know. Um, so Deadpool is the basic ally that I mentioned earlier. He's a three cost, two attack, two thwart, one consequential damage for both, three health. So pretty, pretty good. Um, he's a mercenary X-Force. He has a force interrupt, though. When Deadpool would be defeated by consequential damage, heal three damage from him instead. Add an acceleration token to the main scheme. What are your thoughts? Uh, um, I, I do like the risk-reward aspect to him. Because, I mean, really, if you use him as a consequential damage, you know, if you keep using him for his order attack, he can never die. But you um, have that negative, permanent negative consequence, which you have to kind of weigh those, um, that risk benefit. Yeah, yeah. I, I think if you took his ability away for three costs, a two attack, two thwart, three health, that's like on par with signature allies. Yeah, that's really good. Um, and for, that's and that's for a basic ally. So I I think that's a, a pretty solid hero just on that own. But to be able to know that hey, I can just revive him, essentially, if I just plan this out right, even though it's an acceleration token, it can be it can be totally worth it. And I do like that. Um, even though it's a force response, you can totally get by it. You use him twice, then make him chump. So, 
you don't really have to be affected by the forced interrupt. Mm, yep. Yep. You can, you can find ways around it. Yeah. You can play it either way. Uh, I like that flexibility with him. Yeah. You just gotta do a little planning, but uh, not, not too hard, but yeah, I, I think he's going to get played a lot by players. Um, Number one, because they like him. But number two, I think he's a pretty solid ally. Yeah. A 2-2. Because usually you get 1-2 or 2-1. Yep. Yep. So, not not bad. All right, man. All right. Two more cards. We'll wrap this thing up. These are the aspect... Uh, player side schemes do you want the protection or do you want the leadership uh i'll let you take both since i took all those other ones all right so let's start with leadership so it is a one cost player side scheme call for backup victory zero when defeated each player may search their deck and discard pile for an ally and put it into play and it is a three uh threat per player What's your thoughts on that one? I think it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> totally good. A free ally for a, three a free, thwart. Oh man, just the you could do um, Nick Fury and just pop that and start drawing cards. You could do oh, guess just all these big allies like a, I think Captain Marvel. She's like five cost, right? Mm, something like that. Yeah. Pop her out, boom! You got her out. Um, I mean, all these. I mean, I think it'd be great with uh, with Iron Man leadership. Iron Man, you can get him out easily, and then start just loading them up with upgrades. Yeah. Um, I, and that's every player too. So that, I mean, I think that's a that's a win for me. Yeah, and it's deck and discard pile, so you can pretty much go anywhere, unless yeah. it's stuck in your hand. Yeah, but I think the other good combo is any ally that has a when it enters play ability or response. I mean, because even looking at just these few cards, you put out Phantom X, then he goes gets Eva. You're getting all that out for free. Oh which yeah, is pretty cool. For sure, for sure. I, I'm a, I'm full support for me. Yep. All right. Um, last player side scheme is a protection. It's a one cost, uh, establish perimeter. It's a victory zero when defeated, give each identity a tough status card. And it is a uh, two per player threat limit. Another pretty solid one for me. Um, and I do like, um, you get it. When it's in, when you're in alter ego or hero, you'll get a tough because it says identity. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be like crazy if it said friendly character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, at least getting it on all the the players, uh, it's nice, and it's pretty easy. You know, two per player. That's pretty. I mean, if you're playing solo, with most characters, you should be able to do two damage just with a basic thwart. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like groundbreaking. I think the leadership call for backup is a better overall one, but 
you do have to do one additional thread, but having a having a tough status, putting a card in the victory, your deck thinning, it's a it's a win for me. Yeah, and I think these player side scheme really is going to improve um, each of the aspects in a totally new way outside of like cable playing them and using victory and stuff. But just to be able to have a protection side scheme out there and you're like, oh no, I really need a tough. You can put it out and there's no consequence of having it just sitting out there. And then you just take care of it when it's time to take care of it and get the uh, benefit from it. Well, there is one um, drawback to having the player side scheme out. And that's, you can only have one if you're playing solo or two player. Um, Two, if you're doing three or four player. So if you do have one out, just sin, you won't be able to get any other out. So you have to keep that in mind on which one you have out. Don't want to get stuck with one out there for too long. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, for 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 me, who I enjoy the justice aspect and being able to play with thwart, I'm I'm really excited for these player side schemes. I think it's really going to help um, different situations, but just overall deck building and uh, building around side scheme benefits. So I'm uh, I'm on board with that. Yeah, it's going to introduce a. A whole new way to play. You know, something to focus in on. <clears throat> yeah, I'm I'm excited to take Cable out for justice and play one way or another. <clears throat> and being able to dump cards out, throw some player side schemes, use Force Amnesia to get rid of maybe one that I pulled, just pulled out that I didn't like with one way or another. I, I think there's some there's a lot of good combos with with Cable, so... I'm yep. I'm liking this. And uh usually with the boxes we usually pick a hero a piece. And I think we've determined that this one's gonna be yours, so Yeah. And when when we play this box when it comes out, I will I think we generally try to play the pre con on the first villain. Um but I may have to just go ahead and just switch over to to justice and uh Start just deck building right off the bat. Hey, um, those Marauders, you know, we got to be able to take them out. So maybe your Justice decks can boost up Cable to to kill those Marauders. And that's the hope. Do some yep. Techno Virus Purge. Oh, your Techno Babble. <laughs> All right. Uh, before I forget, you had something about Amnesia you wanted to mention. I did, and now I'm. You I forgot. Kind of, I forgot it. <laughs> I got amnesia. <laughs> oh, let's see. Uh, let me read the card. Let's see. After a non-permanent side scheme is defeated, add force amnesia and the side scheme to the victory display. Ooh, man! I am trying to remember, but I cannot. I'm. That's embarrassing. <laughs> that's that's forced amnesia for you. I know, I know. I think I can't remember if it was like a combo that I was thinking about, but there was there was something there. But it's off in the wind now. 
I mean, you can't do much with it. You just take a side scheme out of play into the victory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember if it was something about the player side schemes, but something about that card triggered something. I was like, oh, I need to remember that. But it didn't quite fit at the time when we were talking about it. But How embarrassing. It is embarrassing, but... Thankfully, no one's gonna listen to this, right? Right, right. Oh, we're gonna get, we're gonna get all that. Like, man, Ryan just forgets everything. It, well, I'll just say it's a bit. Uh, I did it for Fort uh, Amnesia. Yeah, 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 yeah. We totally did that on purpose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all, all right. right. Uh, final thoughts on Cable. Um, I am excited for the new player side schemes. I think it's going to open up a lot of uh, deck building for people and, and playing. I'm excited for them. I think it's going to be a great addition to the the, the cards. Um, Cable in general, I think he's got a lot of good cards. I mean, he's got some some fun, fun aspects to him with, this, with the side scheme, so I'm excited to, to get him out and, and give it a test run and I think he'll be a pretty solid hero that can do what you need him to do: thwart, attack, defend. Um, he's he's got it all. Yeah, I feel the same way. I think he's gonna be a a pretty good all around hero. Um, just with those base stats, I do feel like he's a little bit pigeonholed into his his gimmick, his little niche thing mm-hmm. that he does with player side schemes. Yeah, so. A lot of your decks are going to focus a lot around that. Um, Absolutely, and for good reason because his his other player cards get better by doing that. Um, I I do find that a little bit um as a negative. Um, I mean it's a positive for him, but it's a negative that you're kind of stuck really focusing on that to really benefit and maximize him. Uh, but I think he's going to be good. He's gonna be pretty solid. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, he's. Uh, I'm excited to play him in this uh, campaign box. I'm glad that you uh, let me choose him, and you get Domino. Spoiler alert. Yeah, we'll talk about Domino. Hopefully, in a few episodes, get uh her little uh, luck of the draw. Yeah, lady luck. Hopefully we'll, talk we'll about her. yeah. Hopefully we'll get that one out soon. Luckily we uh, we'll plan ahead, get yeah. it out. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Marvel Champions podcast. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, you can email us at marveltrumpionspod at gmail dot com. Um, <clears throat> you can reach us there. Have us talk about uh, suggestions for episodes. We'd be happy to see what we can do with those and. As always, if you want to go from a chump to a champ, uh, listen to the Marvel Champions podcast. Thanks. Bye-bye.